It is Tuesday. That means only one thing. It's time for our golf only episode of the Early Edge. We are powered as always by the Almighty Sports Line. I am your leader, the coach. And every single week, you guys ask for you say you can't just throw golf picks into the morning early edge. We need our own show. And that's exactly what we are doing. Don't forget the PGA Championship. It's major week. It's back at the ocean course at Kiowa Island Golf Resort in South Carolina. And you won't want to miss any of the action. To keep up with all the drama, watch the PGA Championship for free on the CBS Sports app or by visiting cbsports.com slash PGA Championship via your Paramount Plus or TV login on a connected TV. Bottom line, CBS has you covered all weekend long. Let's bring in the star of the show. You know him. You love him. He's the host of the First Cup Pod at Rick Run Good on the Twitter. Rick G, what's up, baby? Coach, here it is. PGA Championship back at it for another major. So, yeah, I'm I'm stoked. This is going to be a good one. It really is because a lot of guys, a lot of the big boys, I call it big game hunting this week. A lot of the big boys are in form or have won in the last four to five months. That's great for all of us. But. Tell the good people at home, give us a little preview of what they can expect from this course, which has a very rich history uh, in golf in the last 30 years. It does. The big boys are taking on a big boy course, Keough Island. It's the ocean course down in South Carolina. And this is the longest major championship course in history, over 7,800 yards. It's a Pete Dye design. It's actually designed uh, to be a little linksy, a little link style course on the American coast uh, right there on the Atlantic. So winds can play a part around this course. They have these raised fairways that can kind of expose you a little bit. And when you start looking, Looking at the types of clubs that the golfers are going to be hitting into these greens, they're going to be longer than normal. This is not a driver wedge fest like we see often on the PGA Tour. This is hitting your three iron, your four iron, your five iron into these greens, which means they're probably going to miss more than usual. And we're going to have to rely and lean on those short games a little bit. But bottom line, coach, uh, this is a true test of golf. You are going to have to be in complete control of your game if you're the one hoisting the trophy on Sunday afternoon. Rory McIlroy won back in 2012 here. He did it really in dominant fashion, and he just won two weeks ago. So he's <laughs> certainly a name uh, that is going to be in the mix. Now, if you want more picks than what we give you right here on this episode, don't forget we do a full mega preview on the first cut pod, 5.30 Eastern on Tuesday, and then it's all obviously in your feed after that. So you got five of the biggest names and, and, and minds in golf at CBS, not just two right here, but we're here right now. So let's get into it. We do it every single week. We give you two matchups. We give you two prop bets and then two to sprinkle a little bit on a winner. Let's start with the matchups that you like. Rick, what do you like? Absolutely. So let's start with Patrick Reed. I like him minus 105. He's the dog to Webb Simpson at minus 120. And I like Webb, but I'm a little bit concerned uh, about the neck. He withdrew from the Quail Hollow a couple of weeks ago. And even if he is 100%, he absolutely uh, likely to be 100%. Uh, Patrick Reed's short game is what I think is really special for a course like Kiowa Island. And, and then the fact that he has this go-to shot off the tee, this little draw that he can control and he can put in play 
play uh, really makes up for his lack of distance because we know where that ball is going. And then Cam Smith, even money over Patrick Cantlay. Uh, Cantlay's game has been dismal in the last three or four starts. There's not a lot of momentum heading in the right direction. He's losing strokes with the putter. He's not hitting it as well as we would normally expect from Patrick Cantlay. And Cam Smith, fresh off his victory at the Zurich Classic with Mark Leishman playing well. Doesn't seem to blink when he gets to a difficult course or in a deep field. So I'm going to take him even money over Patrick Cantlay. If I had more discipline, Rick, and I only wanted to make bets against Patrick Cantlay <laughs> and against Ricky Fowler, A, I would have a lot of money, but it wouldn't be a whole lot of fun because I'd have to wait for them to play uh, in tournaments. But those two players right now, if you bet on them in any way, shape, or form, that's on you. That is on you because they are really, really playing so bad. Those two big names right now. All right. Uh, how about a couple of props? A couple of things that you're looking at. Say, so you know what? I can see those guys finishing there. What do you like? Yeah, Shane Lowry to finish inside the top 20. I mentioned the Lynx style course. This course is much more reminiscent of courses that you see in Scotland or Ireland as opposed to what you would normally see here in the States. And Shane Lowry, uh, that's his type of golf. You know, keep the ball on the ground. We've seen him win an open championship and he's got a couple of top tens recently. This is a a, a combination uh, or, or a crossover where we get a, a guy playing well at a type of course that should fit him well. So Shane Lowry to finish inside the top 20 at plus 275 and then Hideki Matsuyama our masters champion to finish inside the top 10 at plus 333 and I was a little worried about Hideki last week when he went to Byron Nelson for the first time since the masters and he was teeing it up and we knew he did the whole you know tour of Japan and got all the pomp and circumstance he was Awesome. He was great off the tee. He was great on approach. The one thing that he did, he lost all his strokes around the green. It was by far his worst around the green week in six years. It is unlikely that happens again. He has a very strong short game. Even the putter is starting to come around for Hideki. So I think if he continues to play like he did last week, clean up the short game stuff, he's certainly a contender to be on the first page of the leaderboard. And I think one thing to, to to point out is that as the week started going at the Byron Nelson, he got better and better and better. I think he just had to shake the rust off and the short game is always the last thing to go. And I think from what we saw, and you just described it brilliantly, that he had that tune-up tournament to get everything back and, and firing on all cylinders. And I think he heads to Kiwa Island, I think, firing on all of those cylinders that was good enough to win uh, at the Masters just over a month ago. Okay, I need two names, Rick. Two names that you think come Sunday night as the sun's going down. And we're going up that last one. Remember nine years ago, it was getting dark <laughs> yeah. and Phil was getting upset. But Roy said, hey, get out of my way. I'm coming through. What two names are you looking at that you're going to sprinkle a little bit on a winner? Let's start with Daniel Berger. He's 30 to one. I believe Daniel Berger's path to victory or path to the success, whatever you want to call it, is much wider than a lot of his peers because he's so solid across the board. Even when we've seen him win golf tournaments, it's with very little effort almost. He gains two strokes putting and he wins. He gains two and a half and he wins. There's not much. He's not one of these guys that has to go crazy ceiling upside to win golf tournaments. So that's always valuable. 
But here's the one. It's it's Jordan Spieth week. He's 16 to one coach and I'm a numbers guy. I, I look at what he's been doing since the start of 2021. He is uh, the best player on the PGA Tour by a large margin. He's the only guy who's gaining over two strokes per round since the start of the calendar year. The gap between him and the number two player is the same gap between two and ten. He's absolutely lapping the field. He's doing it in a way that's sustainable. He has that Spieth short game magic back and if he hoists a trophy on Sunday he will add his name to a very short list of golfers to complete the career grand slam and I loved his demeanor when asked about that question in the media on Monday that he doesn't put the pressure on himself anymore he said I did it back in 2017 I don't do it anymore and for those people who follow Kyle Porter or colleague <laughs> on the first cut uh, you really kind of cut him down to size on social media when he posted this is my pick for the PGA Championship, no shock that Jordan Speed is his favorite player, not just right now, not just five years ago, of all time. I don't know if I want Jordan Speed to win so we win this bet because we'd have to deal with him after the PGA Championship. It, I don't it, know if we can do that. It'd be good for downloads. I think people would have to tune in uh, <laughs> and we'd have to just give him like 90 straight minutes, just like empty the chamber, have at it, KP, have your fun. <laughs> How are you feeling right now? Oh, I don't know. I, I don't mean, know. I feel pretty good. I don't know. Uh, all right. We are all set, locked and ready to go. A reminder, check out the First Cut podcast as you can get plenty more bets. We have one and dones. We have winners. We have all kinds of exotic bets there. So you want to check out that mega preview that's also in your feed. Uh, we're taping it at 530, so about 15 minutes from right now if you're listening to this live. Uh, plenty more golf picks there as well. All right, here we go. Grab your paper, grab your pencil. Jeweler, thank you very much. Here's the recap that Rick G is on. Two matchups. Patrick Reed, minus 105 over Webb. By the way, interviewed Paul Tesoria on my golf podcast. He said Webb's feeling great. 100% will tee it up. They just don't know what to expect right now because he hasn't played <laughs> Uh, in a few weeks. Then Cameron Smith plus 100 over Patrick Cantlay. This is a steal, an absolute steal that Cameron Smith is not favored in this matchup. Then a couple of props. Shane Lowry, top 20, plus 275. Hideki, top 10, returning at plus 333. And then just a little sprinkle, a little sprinkle on a couple of winners. Jordan Spieth, plus 1600. And Daniel Berger to win plus 3000. That's my favorite thing to do. You got your marching orders. Let's take five of these six tickets straight to the pay window for Rick G, the host of the first cut for the jeweler who puts his entire brand together. And it's not just one show. We do golf, MMA, horse racing, soccer. We do it all whenever there's big games. And this week in golf, oh, the PGA championship is a big game right here. This is your place only see that dramatic pause for the early edge. Good luck.